0: You're a monster! Welcome in! Welcome, welcome, welcome in! To another episode of the Football Monsters Podcast. You got your hosts, Caleb and the Deucer. What's up, my man?
1: you know what it is baby big deuce in the building that was a great intro there caleb i appreciated that one you came Uh, in with some energy
0: well you know what i'm trying you know i got a i got a baby sleeping right now but you know what it's for the boys it's for the it's for everybody listening it's all for you guys right so i just gotta you gotta suck it up who cares about a daughter sleeping right now right she wakes up she gets cranky that's her problem not mine right
1: Hey, <laughs> hey, we gotta we gotta bring some energy for the boys and ladies. Listen, that's
0: right, that's right. Uh, hey, everybody, just real quick, we're gonna wrap up with our uh, second half of our weekend games. Don't forget, we're also gonna talk some trade deadline stuff. We got a trade deadline coming up next week. It'll be very interesting. We think there's there's gonna be some players on the move. We don't know how many, but probably not all of them. Let's be honest. But I think there's going to be some that are definitely going to be moving. We're just going to talk about where some good landing spots would be for them, maybe why they're moving, uh, and so on and so forth. But real quick, if you wanted to reach out, chat with us, hang out with us, just follow, like, you know, all of our social media stuff, you can find us at the TheMonstersFB on every single one of our social media pages. And just to share, to get some excitement going, guys, we might be coming to video here soon. I'm really excited about it. We're going to be figuring out a way to make it happen. We're going to hop on some YouTube, get some video. Uh, We've got some new stuff going on the Instagram. Uh, The boy, the deucer is going to be hanging out doing some stuff on the gram, and we might even be doing some shorts. haven't decided we're going to do that on YouTube or TikTok, but you know what? We might do both. Who knows? We're just going to give it all out there for you guys, and we're really excited to start bringing that content to you guys. So Stay tuned for that. Let's go ahead and jump back in to the weekend's games. We got the Pats and the Jets. Now, normally, on a normal year, I would sit there and say, man, this Bill Belichick team is just going to destroy the Jets. It's just another one of those years. Ah, not this year. Not this year. I, they actually have, believe it or not, they got the Patriots to win by two and a half points and over under a 40 and a half. I think it's going to be a rather low-scoring game. I, I don't see that. I think the Jets are going to take care of business at home, and the Patriots are going to fall this week.
1: But, he said Mac Jones is starting. I think it is one of the worst decisions Bill Belichick has ever made in his t- entire football career.
0: Dude, we, we've we been talking about Mac Jones getting traded now.
1: Yeah. Like, he he
0: was going to be on our trade list.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But apparently Bill Belichick sees something in Mac Jones that we do not see.
0: Well, well, guess what? We see something in Bailey Zappi that apparently he doesn't see,
1: which is a talented football football player. Yeah. I think every football fan sees something in Bailey Zappi over Mac Jones.
0: Oh my gosh, man. That was just, it was just so much more exciting to watch. And I'm definitely going to stay on board with the Jets team beating the Pats. I'm looking over this team. Uh, yeah. Ramondre Stevenson for the pa- the Patriots should still have a pretty decent game. He's probably going to be the only person on the Patriots team that I'll be playing this weekend. The Jets side, uh, Garrett Wilson could have a decent game. I'm hoping Zach Wilson needs to step it up, have another com- uh, better game. And I'm actually going to sit there and say, I don't know how many snaps he's going to get, but James Robinson does have a little intrigued to see how well he can play this on this Jets team, but him and Michael Carter, um, you know, Michael Carter might take bulk of the snaps maybe in the first week. Uh, but James Robinson moving forward is going to be very interesting on this Jets team. What are your thoughts about this game?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the Jets are going to win it a hundred percent. I think they have too much just morale behind them right now. Um, I did just see an interesting article a few minutes before we recorded this um Elijah Moore plans on staying in New York now and that is going to be a huge thing for the Jets um the coach just came out and said pretty much that Moore basically attended the practices these past couple days um and he's ready to play on this Sunday so I think that's going to be a great thing for Zach Wilson to have a threat downfield once again. Even though he is kind of a bust, even though he did get benched, I feel like he is going to come out and have a pretty decent game. Um, but yeah, he basically, they don't know if he wants to be traded right now. And I think he's just kind of wishy-washy. We're going to see if his targets go up this week. I really don't know. But I think if they want to win this game, they've got to put play Elijah Moore a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I mean the the problem is, is you have Corey Davis, you have Elijah Moore, you have Garrett Wilson. You you actually have some decent wide receivers, but what you don't have is a quarterback that can spread the ball around very well. So I I don't know necessarily is Elijah Moore unhappy because he he's like I'm unhappy with the role I'm playing. Well, I mean I don't really know what role you're playing because you're not really playing a role per se like you're not really getting targets you're not getting like jet sweeps you're not really getting anything uh so i don't really know you know or is it more just frustration i'm not getting the ball enough which i think is really what it was and what it comes down to and we know that these young rod receivers or these young players in general when they're just unhappy about something stupid you know they take to social media hey i want to trade hey i'm going to delete this and that and blah 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 um he didn't really do all of that um, as far as i've been aware i don't i didn't see him delete any of the social media stuff about the jets. He did ask for the trade they said no uh and interesting so if he's going to stay in the jets, that's great um, for the jets <laughs>
1: yeah
0: um let's move on to the game that I know you care the most about uh the Steelers eagles game and um well philly's uh <laughs> philly's picked a win by eleven points. <laughs>
1: And I mean, I think we all know this going into it, that it's going to be a pretty big blowout game here. Um, as much as I hate to say it, I don't think the Steelers really have a chance against these Eagles. You know how highly I spoke of the Eagles in previous episodes, and they just traded for Robert Quinn today. Robert Quinn is going to be a very, very <laughs> huge threat for that Eagles defense.
0: Well, and from what I'm hearing, man, the Eagles aren't done looking at making some moves. So we'll, we'll get into a little bit more of that later. Uh, but this, this team, dude, this, this team's poised. The only thing that I'm curious, is yeah, the only thing I'm curious about, they're coming off a of bye week. So I haven't played in a week. You know, sometimes that, I always think that's either, a, it could be a good or a bad thing. You know, yeah, you get a week of rest, you get a week of, prep, you know, prep and all this kind of stuff, but You also get a week of not playing, which means you're not playing up to speed. You know, when, when you look at teams like in baseball, for instance, if you watch the baseball playoffs, the two teams that had to sit through the prior series, both got knocked out in the next series. So the Dodgers and the Braves, you, when you sit too long, sometimes it doesn't work out. And so it happens sometimes in football where if you sit for a week, come back, you're a little rusty that week. Um, I honestly I'm just saying that sake I don't think it's going to happen with the Eagles play. I just have to at least premise it could happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, and I mean another important thing to uh point out here, which is pretty good news for Steelers fans like myself, TJ Watt is starting to practice again. And oh. he attended practice today. He's still on the IR, but he is back. He is coming off of that pectoral injury and to say that I'm excited and happy and nervous and excited and even happier is so much of an understatement because TJ Watt is the core of that defense. I mean, if he's going to be able to return to just a few games at the end of the season, we might be able to have Mike Tomlin not have a losing record this year, but it's a very, very big might.
0: Well, I'm going to, you know, if we're going to do a take it or leave it on that, I'm definitely leaving that on the table. Um, I think you, there's no chance you're going to have a winning record this year because your, your issues are not just defense. Yes, your defense needs so much help, and TJ Watt will be able to get the ball back in that offense. But can the offense actually do anything when he gets the ball? I mean, not here. Terrible this year.
1: Yeah, you know, and there's some interesting things that we're going to talk about about whenever the trade topic comes up with the Steelers, of course. Um, <laughs> Sellers this year, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: there's yeah. yeah, there's a few there's things. There's a few things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Titans, Texans. Uh, We don't need to talk about too much other than the fact that you would think this would be a blowout game and they only got Tennessee up by two. So (laughs) I'm a little surprised to see that. Uh, Actually, I'm very surprised to see that. You know, the other thing that's really interesting is uh, Nico Collins is a leading receiver in yards for the Houston Texans, which is kind of interesting to me as well. Uh, But I will say two things. Derek Henry should have a pretty big game. And on the other side, because he's about going to be the only player that you should be playing for Tennessee And honestly, the only guy you should be playing for Houston is my boy, Damian Pierce, who is still continuing to have a pretty solid season, even though not finding the end zone as much as I would like. He is still doing extremely well on the ground and that's it going to be kind of a boring game. But the other thing too is check this though. So Damian Pierce in his last three games, he does have three touchdowns, which is good to see, but he's also eclipsing close to a hundred yards each of those games too. Um, which is which is really great. He did not score in the Vegas game, though. But, again, still had a good... Uh, he had 92 yards. What are your thoughts on this boring game?
1: Yeah. Um, I know for a fact I'm not going to watch it. I, I don't think the Titans' offense is that great. I mean, of course, I love seeing Derrick Henry run through absolutely everybody. I just don't think it's going to be that good of a game I mean I think we're both going into it knowing who's going to win but yeah like I said like you said if you have Derek Henry start him just start him that's all I got to say about this game
0: <laughs> yeah that's it let's move on to a more fun game so we got the Colts and the Commanders uh, just you know to make all of the listeners out there super jealous you know because that's just what we do right I'm actually going to be at this game <laughs> <laughs> and most of them probably don't actually care So it's just me talking at that point I'm actually going to beat this game, I'm really excited It's going to be the first time I've actually um, Been to a Colts game I was able to snag some tickets which was uh, um, Rather interesting It was that or if I wanted to go to a Chiefs game Later in the year And so I picked the Colts because I've been to the Chiefs uh, This is going to be interesting uh, The Commanders are 3-4, and four, the Colts are 3-3 three and three, And the Colts They just made a change at quarterback. So Sam Ellinger is actually going to start in this game. They have now benched Matt Ryan and I'm saying the word benched. I do not believe that this is just an injury thing. Um, I think the injury is playing a part of it. Don't get me wrong. I do think there is, but I think that he might've been able to kind. I think if he would, he would have been fine. Um, We'll see. But yeah, they're, they're benching him. Taylor should have a pretty big week. I think Pittman's going to have a pretty good week, but I, the biggest thing, I think Alec Pierce is going to have a big week. So if you have an Alec, uh, an Alec Pierce on your bench, and you need a flex position this week for whatever reason, I think he's going to be your best option as a flex. On the Washington side, um, I don't really care. Brian Robinson is really exciting. Probably play him against this Colts uh, lackluster team. And uh, honestly, that's about it. Curtis Samuel, maybe, and Gary might be a back-end wide receiver, too. What are your thoughts on this, this game?
1: Um, first of all, I do want to say Caleb and JT. Very jealous of you this week. You should be. Uh, I don't know if you realize how cool it's going to be to maybe watch history be made, truthfully. With Matt Ryan being benched, I think it's going to be a very, very cool thing to see a fresh quarterback in there. And you might witness like the next Tom Brady. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, you might. And I feel like that's going to be a very, very cool thing to see regardless. Just a fresh guy in there playing. Um, But I will say, I think the Colts are going to go ahead and win this game against the Commanders. I hate the Commanders. I think they're a terrible team. I I don't know why they have won three games, but I think... I think the Colts got it. Sam Ellinger, I think he's going to have a great game. And I hope for a blowout for you guys.
0: I don't know if you guys saw um, this post that went around the other day. Uh, Actually, I think we might have posted something on it. Maybe we didn't. Um, Maybe I just sent it to you guys. But there was this post that was going around uh, as a commander um, for the Washington Commanders thinking like, man, we have beat the Bears, which again, that's a big deal. Bears defense is pretty solid. We beat the Packers, (laughs) Um, yet we gave the Lions their only win of the season.
1: (laughs) I mean, just even saying that out loud, Caleb, I don't think last year we would even believe that in somehow, some way. I mean, that the commanders effort. are somehow winning games what? and they are, they're winning games against good teams. Like I don't against get it. Good teams, <laughs> but they lose to bad teams.
0: Yes. It's like the, uh, oh, man, I'm trying to think, uh, oh, man. So back in the day, the blues were really good at this. So I, I'm, you know, we're, we're sports fans here, right? Especially in St. Louis. We love our cars. We love our blues, but the blues are really good at this where, if we were playing a good team, we would we would play a, a very good game. One nothing, two nothing, two to one. It's very strong game. But then we would lose to these teams that were like bottom feeders, like five to two. <laughs> we're just like we were so good at doing that. And that's how I feel like these commanders are right now, is they're they buckle down when they need to and play a good team. They'll play and they'll play them hard. But then you go and you again lose the freaking Lions I think it was like week one but still it doesn't matter <laughs> or week two it was early in the season it doesn't matter that's just sad so moving on to the Rams 49ers game um, this is going to be honestly this is going to be a very intriguing game uh, Chris McCaffrey now coming over to San Francisco a team that I thought he could possibly go to was the Rams because we knew that they were moving game makers so the fact that he ended up going to the 49ers is very very I mean just extremely interesting um you know Christian McCaffrey going over there. Let, let me, let's just start here. Do you think Christian McCaffrey now on the 49ers with all of the other injuries, and keep in mind, they got their butts kicked last week by the Chiefs. And I told you earlier how bad the Chiefs defense is. They got killed by the Chiefs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they had Christian McCaffrey at that point. So adding Christian McCaffrey, take it or leave it, we're just throwing out another one of those, that that can make him a Super Bowl contender.
1: I'm leaving that one in the dust, Caleb. 100%. I'm with you. Yeah. 110%. Yeah. Um, especially after this week. I love the Rams defense. I mean, I absolutely do. Aaron Donald, Bobby Wagner. Even though that defense hasn't had the best of the year, I mean, I still think that Christian McCaffrey isn't going to be able to run through them like people think Christian McCaffrey is going to run through them. Um, I mean, he might be able to get the wheels turning on a few plays. But other than that, I mean, you're you're still playing as the 49ers offense at that point, point. and <laughs> they looked terrible against the Chiefs, whose defense, arguably, like I think you said, it was twenty is it or twenty 29th.
0: I mean, 29th. ninth
1: until twenty and let's see what the Rams defense is real quick. Third, I so. <laughs> My point exactly. Um, I just, I just think the Rams defense is just too hot for San Fran's offense to handle right now. And yeah.
0: yeah, I mean the Rams defense isn't really the problem; it's their offense. Correct. You know, I mean we we know that. They're, I mean their defense was given up a ton of yards at the beginning of the year, but they've kind of buckled down. Um, you know, their average yards per play is is five point three, not terrible. Um, you you look across the lead. They've only given up ninety four first downs. Again, not not bad. Um, pretty good percentages, you know, on third down, forty percent. You know, compared to some other teams that are around them at thirty four, thirty eight. Yeah, it's just not it's not bad. But that offense is just terrible. So honestly, I look at this game. They have San Francisco winning by. A point and a half. The over under is at forty three. Rams are playing at home. And even as good as the Rams defense is, still kind of lane the 49ers. Just because I if I'm looking at both teams, now the Rams did just have a bye week, so maybe they figured this out. So well, actually we need to preface that. They just have a bye week. Maybe they figured out this offense. Um but this offense has just been lackluster and they don't have a run game. <laughs> They they trying to trade Cam Akers. They got no run game. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, man. I really don't know who to pick. I I I'm I was leaning towards the 49ers. I forgot they had a bye week, so I'm hoping that they come out of the bye week successful. So, who's your who who do you got to pick in this game?
1: I'm going to pick Los Angeles. Okay. Um I'm going to differ okay. on you here just a little bit. Um McVay did come out and say that Van Jefferson is going to be able to play on Sunday. Mm, that's good. And I feel like he's going to be a pretty key component just for Matthew Stafford and that whole Ram- the Rams offense as a whole, man. Um, maybe it'll light a fire under that Rams offense to get the ball moving. But I think Jefferson's one of the most viable threats on the Rams offense mm-hmm. just in general. Um, so we're just going to see. I feel like it's going to be a really good game just as a football fan. Be. Yeah, it should be. I feel like it's going to be a real good game to watch. It's really fun.
0: Yeah, it definitely should be. Um, all right, let's rush through these last three and get to some of these trade guys. So we got the Giants and the Seahawks. Uh believe it or not, the Giants are six and one, Seahawks are four and three, and they've got the Seahawks winning by a field goal. forty four point forty four and a half and a half point over under. I'm actually a little surprised. I mean the Giants are six and one, guys. Uh again, the their their defense is not great. Their offense isn't overly great, but they've got Saquon Barkley, who has been great this year. Keep in mind, dude, he's almost at a thousand yards already. Yeah. <laughs> He's been really freaking good. Um, he's got 728 yards on the season already, which is insanely um, impressive. But the Seahawks offense has been looking really good. I mean, Kenneth Walker has been looking solid. Uh, Tyler Lockett's been stepping up. Have we heard about DK Metcalf?
1: Um, it is not yet, I don't believe. Let me look it up I'm, real quick. I'm,
0: I'm double-checking. Don't worry about it. Uh, he missed practice Wednesday, so we'll have to keep an yeah. eye on tomorrow. If he misses practice again um, tomorrow, there's a, likely he won't be playing. Uh, Pacino Smith looked really solid, and again, uh, Marquise Goodwin came in and was looking really good too. So the offense is starting to click a little bit, and um, I'm kind of okay. I think the Seahawks can upset the Giants this week, which is weird to say because I guess it's technically not an upset, but
1: <laughs> to me it is. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I'm taking Seahawks as well. I just, I just like the Seahawks against the Giants a lot. Um, but I will say, if Saquon can get some traction and the Seahawks defense really isn't that good at all, ranked 31st in the league, mm-hmm. um, I feel like Saquon might be able to run circles around these guys. And if he does... That's when I'm taking the Giants. If Saquon gets stuffed and they aren't able to get the ball to him, that's when I'm going to take the Seahawks.
0: Well, I love how you get to take both teams. It's not how that well, works. Well,
1: hey, at, at the end of this, I'm just taking Saquon Barkley. <laughs> that's what it sounds like.
0: Sounds <laughs> 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 like, I'm just taking Saquon. I don't care about the rest of you guys. Uh, Bill's Packers, um, I don't give any crap about this game. The Bills should blow them out. They're 11.5-point favorites, 475 find underdogs. Let's just put it this way. Play everybody except the running backs on the bills. Play nobody on the (laughs) Packers.
1: I couldn't agree (laughs) with you more here, Caleb. I think the bills are going to absolutely demolish them. I can't wait to see how many points Josh Allen's going to get us this weekend. (laughs)
0: It's going to be an insane game. And then last but not least, we got the Monday night game against the Bengals on the Browns. Uh, I want to say, look to Joe Burrow again, having a really big week. Jamar Chase, I think even T. Higgins um will get involved. Um and even Tyler Boyd. I mean, they they've been able to spread the run. Honestly, I just love that whole offense right now. Uh, I think it's gonna have another really big game and look for the Browns to just once again not look successful. I mean, past Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is all they have. And past Nick Chubb, they just have nothing. So I just don't see a way for the Browns to be successful, you know, moving that ball. Um Outside of Nick Chubb.
1: Yeah, I agree with you here. Um, I might be a little biased, but I feel like the AFC North matchups, I feel like they're some of the most fun games to watch. Um, Even though I think the Bengals are going to absolutely destroy the Browns this week. But I definitely think it's going to be a good game just because there's just a little bit of division rivalry there. So, but yeah, taking the Bengals on this one, just like you, Caleb.
0: Sounds good. All right, guys. Let's jump into some of these trade possible trade guys real quick. We've got a few minutes left. Um, we're just going to throw out some of them. Keep in mind, guys, we don't know if these guys are officially going to be moved. We've just heard some rumors. Um, some of these guys, we don't really know. Um, they haven't really been rumored specifically to a team, so we're just kind of kind of speculating at this point um, where they could possibly end up. Um, but one guy that we've been hearing, we've actually legit been hearing, is AJ Green to the Packers? Um, very interesting. Aaron Rodgers has been wanting AJ Green to play to play with him for years. Of, um, not entirely sure why, but that's fine. Um, but another guy that was also being moved uh, looked at going to the rumored to go to the Packers is Brandon Cooks. If you were Aaron Rodgers and you had your choice between AJ Green and Brandon Cooks, who would you be taking?
1: I'd take uh, I'd take AJ Green. Really? Yeah.
0: <sighs> See, um, give me, Tell me why Tell me more I feel Tell like me H- more right. What? Sorry, I just went into a whole Don't worry about it, go ahead Oh, you're serenading <laughs> me to that, Caleb? You know, whatever
1: I, <laughs> um, I just feel like he fits into the Packers offense just a little bit better I feel like he's going to be a more viable Threat for Aaron Rodgers um, Especially with Aaron Rodgers At the age he is, we're not seeing As many deep balls from Aaron Rodgers this year correct
0: well i mean is that because he doesn't trust the you know the wide receivers he has or is that just because he can't get the ball down there
1: i mean you know so i feel like if he had aj green there might be a little bit more trust he, there
0: and see i think i think brandon cooks is the better deep threat so i would take brandon cooks brandon cooks is a thousand yard receiver when healthy okay look, look, look at this He had 1,000 yards last year and 90 receptions on 134 targets. It's Davis Mills as his quarterback. I don't know what else to say. Give him... And six touchdowns. Give him Aaron Rodgers. This dude could be freaking huge.
1: The other thing is... is, Go ahead, man. No, tell me. Tell me what you think. But I'm saying AJ Green has years of experience.
0: Because he's old as shit. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. Brandon Cooks is 29, dude. AJ Green's about to retire.
1: And you don't think Aaron Rodgers is about to retire after all of his ancestors have been talking to him?
0: I mean, I don't know, man. He'll probably smoke something over the freaking off season. He'll be back. I I don't know. But I mean,
1: I just think, I just think ever since AJ Green got to Arizona I mean, the year before... The COVID year that they played, he came He came off an ankle injury, okay? But the years previous to that, A.J. Green had Andy Dalton in Cincinnati. I mean, you're talking about Davis Mills. You're talking about Davis Mills. We're talking about Andy Dalton. Cincinnati Andy Dalton even, Caleb.
0: Yeah, but you're also now talking about 2018. I mean, 2020, he played... 16 games, he had 104 targets and 47 receptions. That's, yeah. ru- that's rough. That's, that's yeah. less than a 50% catching <laughs> percentage.
1: Now, but I mean, if we're talking about seasons for Brandon Cooks, we want to talk about some seasons for Brandon Cooks?
0: Uh, yeah, please do. He has never had a 40%, 45% catching percentage. I'll tell you
1: that right now. Okay, so let's look
0: here. Yeah, I got him all up, bro. You ain't gonna shock me right now. A
1: little bit better than AJ Green. You got <laughs> me there, Caleb. You got me
0: there. But I mean, again, you know, he played with the Rams for two years. He was in New England for a brief period. He was in New Orleans with Drew Brees, you know. So he, he's had some very good quarterback play. I will, I will say that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think he would fit a little bit better. He's, you know, he's 5'10, 183, speed guy. Gets downfield. I think Brandon Cooks might fit. Honestly, I either one of them. Hopefully, ends up there because Aaron Rodgers needs freaking help. Um, but I think he's specifically looking for a veteran that can still move, and that's Brandon Cooks.
1: Um, I we didn't put this down, but I'm just gonna throw this out there since we were talking about Steelers earlier. Um, Chase Claypool. Yeah. What are we thinking about him? I mean. He hasn't been hot. I remember, I remember whenever he got drafted out of Notre Dame, I was very, very excited as a Steelers fan. And then he just kind of sucked. He just hasn't been that good of a, of a wide receiver for the Steelers. Even with Ben Roethlisberger playing in Pittsburgh, he was getting the ball to chase Claypool sometimes, but he was never that number one threat that people wanted him to be. And right now, as much as I hate to say this, it makes me sick to my stomach. The top team that people are thinking is the Cowboys for Chase Claypool.
0: Yeah. I mean, the Cowboys do need some help down there at the wide receiver position and they would look for a young receiver. It would make sense Um, for you that is hard to swallow um, just because it's going from the team you love to literally one of the teams you hate the most. But at the same time, like I remember watching the game this past weekend and, um, I think it was this past, it might've been the prior weekend. I don't, it doesn't matter. Um, but I was listening to Tony Romo. Tony Romo was calling the game and I actually, I I might be, you know, in the minority here, but I love Tony Romo by the way, on these cast, you know, on the games, he does a pretty solid job. But one thing that he pointed out and you can go back and watch a lot of game film and what it's called is like drifting. Um, Maybe they, you know, maybe other people might call it something a little bit different, but I, you know, I call it drifting. And so what happens is, is he's doing, he was doing like a, I think it was like a seven to a 10 yard and then like a, it's called like a drag route. So he's cutting in. But what happens is, is he drifts upfield instead of going straight across the field. And what ends up happening is that allows your, whoever's covering you. So your coverage to catch up to you. So if he would have been able to, and you can't, I can't really draw it out for anybody to see it but if he would have just take a cut and then ran across that like you know that the yard marker line that white line across field if he would have ran straight across he would have been wide open and he would have been able to take it you know maybe an extra t- you know 10 yards but yeah. instead he drifts upfield instead of cuts across and cutting across makes it very hard for Kenny Pickett to throw that ball into him gets deflected and dropped and now it's an incomplete pass it's the yeah, same you know I mean? thing that Jerry Judy's been doing it's the exact same stuff, man. These guys, I don't yeah, know what's going on.
1: And you know, the Steelers' offense has not looked good in the slightest. I mean,
0: yeah, but th- I mean, that I don't, there's not a Kenny Pickett issue, though. I mean, that's easily not, just a I bad a Matt
1: Canada. I think it's a Matt Canada issue. If there was anybody that I want to trade off that team, it's the OC and it's Matt Canada. Matt Canada is just not calling those plays to get Pickens, Deontay, Najee, any yards. Any yards. And I just feel like like there's a deeper issue than those wide receivers, except for Chase Claypool. I feel like Chase Claypool just is not going to work in Pittsburgh for much longer. And I mean, I love the dude. It pains me so much to say this, but I think he's got to get out of Pittsburgh. I think we got to pick up a stud rookie. And... Yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say
0: on that. All right, I'm gonna run through. um, Just gonna run through some of these other guys, and keep in mind, guys, these are just people that we're hearing could possibly be moved. Um, Kenny Galladay. um, I'm looking. I'm gonna be completely honest. Yeah, he could probably be moved, but to move to where? (laughs) At this point, I don't know if anybody wants him on that contract um, because he's literally been garbage. I think Corey Davis is an option to look at. Um, with Garrett Wilson, and if Elijah Moore ends up staying in you know, New York, Corey Davis could possibly be a veteran guy on the move. Uh, Kadarius Toney, he's uh, made it very clear that he does not like, it seems like being in playing for the Giants. He doesn't like what's been kind of transpiring, and he's hurt, I think. He's not been playing, let's put it this way. Roquan Smith, very interesting defensive piece that could possibly be um, being moved. And then Cam Akers, man, we, well, hold on. Kareem Hunt is looking because he asked for a trade earlier this year for the Browns. And then two guys that are kind of surprising. Kamara has actually been linked to possibly going to the Eagles. Apparently the Eagles have been talking with the Saints about getting Alvin Kamara to come up, which would, again, completely make that offense unreal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But let's, let's quickly talk about Cam Akers real fast. So Cam Akers has not been playing with the team, not been traveling with the team. Somehow he's still on the team, but we're already almost to the trade deadline and it doesn't seem like the Rams want him on the team. But what, what's going to happen if no one gives the draft capital, like you're not letting him play. So the, if I'm a GM, say I'm the GM, GM of the bills and you know, I need a running back, right? Cause I, you know, hate Singletary and I hate Jack Moss. <laughs> so, you know, again, as the GM, I hate both of those players. I know I drafted them, but I hate them, but I'm looking at Cam Akers. I'm calling Les Sneed and going, Hey bro, I know you don't want Cam Akers. Here's 500 K. Just give him to me. <laughs> like, and he's going to be like, what the hell? No, man. Well, dude, you ain't even letting him play. He ain't going to see the field again. What are you going to do? Cut him. I'll just take him in the free agent market. Then like, you know, like what's going to happen here? No, everybody knows the Rams don't want him. What What do you think is going to, what do you think's going to happen with Cam Akers?
1: I think they're trying to sell Cam Akers way too high. Like you were saying, um, I feel like they view him as a top running back in the league still when he's not, even though they're not playing him, they kind of just, I mean, in fantasy terms, he's one of those stash players for the Rams right now. I feel like, yeah, which doesn't work in the NFL. <laughs> It just doesn't. It just doesn't. There's a difference between real life and then there's a difference between fantasy. Fantasy is fantasy, and these are actual players trying to make a living, wanting to play football. Do we know if Cam Akers still wants to play football right now? Not really. I have we no don't. Blue. Not and after he all this. Want to play, what's up? Not after all this, man. I might just yeah. retire. I mean, it's. I feel like we were kind of talking off air for a little bit, Cam Akers looked great in a playoff push. I Was it last year or two years ago?
0: It was a couple years ago. Uh,
1: yeah. And I mean, it kind of... That was the real last time that we saw Cam Akers play at the level that we expect Cam Akers to play at. And I kind of made the joke, like, playoff Lenny. But I mean, it's kind of just like, man, I feel like the Lakers, or the Lakers, the Rams, <laughs> are going to try and hold on to him as much as possible. He's going to be that stash player. Do I know where he's going to end up? Not really. Do I think he's going to fall to free agency? Also, again, not really. I feel like once somebody offers enough capital for him, that's when it's going to be going there. But the Rams are literally using him as a stash player. So that's yeah. pretty much all I got to say about that.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they're not going to cut him in the middle of the season, but I just don't know why you would keep him if you're not going to play him. So just doesn't make any sense. Um, but there you guys go. There's the rest of our matchups for this weekend. Some possible trade candidates that could be moved before the trade deadline next. I want to say Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, somewhere around there. Um, so let us know. Where do you think Cam Akers could possibly end up? Do you think it's fair that the Rams are wanting to trade him and not letting him at least participate to show off what he can possibly do for a team? Let me know what you think of that. I think it's kind of crappy, but you know, maybe I might be in the minority. Tell me why. Uh, you can ask us you can answer those questions um, on all of our social media pages at the monster FB watch out for our Twitter page. We always do a lot of stuff on there and then keep in mind guys, once again, we might be hitting YouTube with some videos. We got some merch possibly coming out soon, hopefully waiting on some product stuff there. And then of course our Instagram page will be up soon where you guys are going to see me having to wear a freaking cowboy shirt.
1: And then one more thing guys, let us know what you want Devin's punishment to be. Please mm, yes. us let us know don't make anything too crazy again remember we we care about Devin we love Devin <laughs> but just a little bit something funny yeah just something funny yeah, give us something good
0: yeah but thanks again guys for listening to another episode of the Football Monsters podcast and we'll definitely catch you next time deuces you can hold me back yeah I'm coming for you I'm the heater on you no, I'm just telling you the facts Oh, these chains can't keep me down yeah.
1: I can be rude, be in the mood, I can be rotten I can be cool, man like a fool, but never forgotten Creeping in the dark, waiting for you